What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Jonathan Dumas. And if you didn't know, this is the Real Talk with Dumas podcast. Happy New Year, y'all. And if I didn't get to tell you happy holidays, man, I feel like I haven't talked to y'all in a minute. I am so excited to be sharing with y'all. Um, it's just going to be me today. Um, I decided to say what's up um, to end slash begin the new year. And so, man, y'all, listen, we did it. Congratulations. We made it to 2021. And my mom always tells me to do this. She always tells me, like, Jonathan, you better be, you better celebrate the fact you woke up. You know, I, I recognize with, especially in 2020, there was so much loss and people just, ah, uh, just experiencing so much um, that, like, it is a privilege to wake up and, and making it to 2021, especially the year. I mean, anxiety, sadness, depression, all of that. We made it. So I'm, I'm pop, pop, celebrate, holla, holla. But I do want to take a moment to recognize that some of you, like myself, had some folks in your life that did not make it to see the new year. And as much as I am grateful to have made it into the new year, I am also, it like hurts, y'all. Like I, um, I feel that so much. Um, and I just want you to know I see you, I feel you, I'm with you. There isn't a day um, that I don't look at my phone and I see a picture of me and my grandma, great-grandmother Mildred on there um, that I don't think about her. And uh, for all you pet parents, you, you, you'll you feel this too, that um, we had to put down my puppy last year too. And so, and then just so many other losses. I, I, I just, I, I recognize like that it sucks and there's no words or things that I can say to make it any better. Um, it's just that I feel you, I see you. So I didn't want to let that moment go by without recognizing that, that this time is not always happy for everybody, especially um, out of 2020. For this episode of the pod, I wanted to do something a little different. Obviously, it's just me, um, but it's going to be part 2020 recap and reflection, part intention or goal setting for 2021. And also, I was kind of inspired today at work. Um, we did we had an all company meeting, and we were talking about goals. But somebody did something great, and and it, and I think I didn't realize that we, I needed this much good news in my life. Somebody just you know put out to the entire company and said, "Hey, like 2020 was hard, but let's like celebrate the things that we were actually able to do in 2020." And there was so many beautiful things, y'all. Like for real, for real. Like I ain't gonna lie, like. I was I was a little misty, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was feeling it because I, I just didn't realize, like, I needed to hear good news and see good news. And so I'm going to talk about the celebrations and accomplishments and things that went well this year for me that, uh, from not only for me, but me and Lynn's and, and the people that are in my circle. I just want to celebrate that. But let's just talk about 2020. This year has been so difficult um so hard so sad i mean the highlight reel of 2020 let's let's just run through it real quick a global pandemic that is still going on that shut down entire countries a global economic instability that crippled economies across the world and actually drove us unemployment to its highest rates since the great depression in some accounts even higher than the Great Depression. We have a pandemic that is still, again, going on that 
some people seriously view as a big hoax and conspiracy, and the man in the White House is continuing to say that it is, even though he got it. And and on top of that, these same folks want to have anti-mask rallies saying that their freedoms are being impeded by just wearing a simple face covering over the face to prevent an actual disease, an actual virus that's going around, and actually people are dying. And in the middle of this pandemic that is impacting Black and Brown and Indigenous communities the most, America, again, once again, is having an awakening to racial inequity. After the brutal murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and so many more uprisings and protests, both here in the U.S. and this time abroad, demanding justice for the slain and change in legislation and in how policing is even done. And on top of that, let's let's not forget that we had an election um, in 2020 between two rich old white guys. On one side, we have the current president, an incompetent pathological liar who is a fascist, racist demagogue. And on the other side, we have Joe Biden, a lifelong politician. And the candidate, this makes me so laugh so hard. And we also, y'all, we also need more BIPOC uh, media persons. The candidate that political pundits are tone deafly casting him as, quote unquote, the person that's going to bring political normalcy and, quote unquote, stability back into U.S. politics. And they're saying this while the nation is on the brink of a cultural civil war. And people are more divided than ever. Listen, this is the same candidate who unprompted with an in, in an interview with Charlemagne the God said to, something to the effect of, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Like if you're questioning the fact of voting for me, um, then you're not black. And I'll tell you this right now. As a black man, I ain't going to have nobody, some old white dude tell me if I don't vote for him, then I'm not black. Who are you to tell me? Like what? And listen, y'all, on top of that, this same rich old white guy was in one of the most diverse, in all manners of the word, diverse Democratic primaries in our nation's history, and he still won. And that is not a good thing to me. That is not something that I would like to hang my hat on. And although he um, picked Kamala Harris as his running mate, and they did go on to win the election by more than 7 million votes in one of the most participated elections in our nation's history, I don't believe that Biden is the man to lead us. But yet, here we are in the same election they won historically, and I'm so glad that they did. But but the current president, in a continual 2020 fashion, in his Trumpian way, refuses to believe that he lost the election and instead is spreading baseless lies and conspiracies about voter fraud and the election being rigged. And he did take his grievances to the court, and he lost 61 times out of 62. There is no evidence of that. This was one of the most secure elections in our nation's history. And that's not just me saying it. It's elections officials saying it across the states, both Republican and Democratic. Our Democrat, this is FBI agency, this is the CIA. All of these people are telling him that this, there's no fraud here. The backdrop to the election is the incredible, again, the incredible amount of loss we've all witnessed and felt. We can all think of at least one person, someone, that we lost this year. Whether we know that person personally, through a friend or a celebrity, there is like this collective grieving 
that we all feel. I mean, I, I see it anytime I'm talking to somebody. Like I, I don't talk to anybody, whether it be a client that I'm talking to or going to the store or you know, seeing a friend that anybody says that they're doing fantastic. Um, usually people just repeat and say, I'm doing okay. And I can feel it, y'all. I can feel the heaviness, right? The emotional toll, the psychological toll, shit, the, the damn physical toll at times. I woke up this morning, I felt like I had a hangover. You know, all of us, god damn, all of us feel it. It's, it's a lot. And trying to process 2020 will likely take the rest of our lives. You know, like people are writing books on this shit right now. Kids, kids are going to read about this in their history books. And and I got to be honest, I'm embarrassed to tell them some things. Like we voted a reality TV star and as president, like, don't ask me. I don't know. And on top of all that, when we're trying to process this year, um, I highly recommend therapy. <laughs> There's like all these things like BetterHelp and all these other ways to like get affordable therapy. Yeah, it's just going to be a lot to process, y'all. And despite what 2020 was, we all honestly have discovered something new about ourselves and the world around us. We have found things that we are thankful for and, and probably wouldn't have discovered if it wasn't for 2020 and the way that it went down. There are things and or people, I'll say that, that have a permanent residence in 2020. And there are some things that we found in 2020 that we're, we're going to make sure we keep going in 2021. And I'll, say, I'll also say that not just things, people, there's some, there's some friends I found that I'm, I'm going to keep on. Y'all know who you are. I put together a simple guide on my Instagram. And if you don't follow me, I highly encourage you to follow me. Um, it's RTWD Podcast. It's RTWD Podcast on Instagram. But... I did this guide on my Instagram and I dropped it and it's just a really simple thing. It's nothing deep or heavy. It's just three simple questions to look at the year as it was for you. So the three questions are, what in 2020 can I be grateful for? What will I leave in 2020? What will I take into 2021? That's it. Very, very simple. You actually can use these to journal or you can use them as talking points with the people in your life. Me and Lynn's actually did this on our, we have like an annual New Year's walk or hike um, that we do. And we just ask each other these questions. And I was like, oh, wow, these are really good and helpful. All right. So um, selfless, uh, selfless plug. All right. Go check it out. Um, but how I would answer these questions, I want to just go through these. So the first one. So um, in what in 2020 am I grateful for? So for me, I'm grateful for this podcast and for y'all, the listeners. This has been one of the funnest and encouraging projects I have ever done. I've learned so much about myself and about my friends and family and even creating this thing, like the editing process, the social media marketing and how like social media algorithms work and like timing and interacting with like people actually from across the world. And it's just been cool to see like this thing go down and like people actually care about having conversations like this or even listening into this. And the... I think the funnest thing is that, like, I don't know, y'all, like, when I sit down and have a conversation with my friends and family and people are like, wow, are you really putting this vulnerable thing out there? Or I can't, I, w I can't imagine asking my mom this question or my friend this question or my wife this question. Man, I, I am just, like, so thankful for everybody that's come on here and shared and the people that have written into me and DM me and shared. 
of the conversations you're having. So hopefully you continue to have those and that those are still sparking greater and deeper relationships for you and you're discovering things about yourself. Um, what else am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my partner, Lynn's, who has been an absolute gift this past year. Uh, but most importantly, she's been one of my biggest supporters and encouragers, not only just in this podcast, but in my work and my dreams and my passions and, you know, even to just rest. And, um, yeah, I'm just incredibly thankful for her. What will I leave in 2020? Okay, so last year made me realize how fearful I was. And not like pandemic fears or the anxiety that comes with the pandemic. or It's actually more fearful of like how I showed up in the world. Like COVID had changed everything in all of our lives. It mainly forced us to slow down, but that was because everything was shut down. We couldn't go anywhere. But I took that time to actually like really realize and think of the stuff that like I was really fearful just to be me in the world to like exist. I realized I was holding back in my work. Um, I wasn't challenging myself in the things that I did. I wasn't creating anything or putting anything out there because I didn't think I was going to get a lot of likes on Instagram or any other social media thing. I was only honest when I knew I didn't have anything to lose. I mean, y'all, the list goes on and on and on about the things that I was fearful of. And so I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be scared to live. I don't want to scared to doubt. I don't want to be fearful that, you know, me, who I am, the fullness of who I am will not be accepted in this world, not be accepted by the people around me or the people that tell me that they love me. And I believe I know where that comes from, but I'm going to save that for another podcast. It has to do with daddy issues, but I'm not going to get into that right now. (laughs) Um, Next question. What will I take into 2021? Um, Yeah, piggybacking off that same thing of just having this irrational fear of not being liked, I will bring that same fearlessness into the new year to show up in an America that demands an apology for my black independence, for my black self-love, for my black creativity. I'm no longer going to expend any, any, none, zero energy placating to whiteness. And I, I mean, whiteness as this concept and thing and ideology, I'm going to exist as my full black self unapologetically and without fear. That is what I want to take into 2021. Um, And I'll say this, I want y'all to hold me to that. Like if I'm like, you know, hey, Jonathan, that seemed a little scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what's going on with you? Are you you good, fam? Like hit me up, DM me. I want you to, because I feel like, you know, um, I, that's, this is the main reason why I started this podcast, right? I said this in the very first episode that this was a journey to discover myself more, to understand who is around me, what these people are thinking, and in turn, learn something more about me, you know? And not only this podcast has helped with that, but other things that I've been doing that has helped with that and just being unapologetically my full self. And I have felt, y'all, more free than I have in a long, long time. All right. So let's talk about some celebrations and wins, y'all. Um, honestly, I, I just want to keep talking about what I what I just shared. One of the biggest things out of 2020 that I did not really realize that like I was doing or was going on is that like there was this fear, right? 
But then I, I, I start to be myself and, and show up, right? And show up and be me. And like I was accepted and, and, and embraced and loved. And the people that didn't like it, like they faded into the background. But the thing is, is like, that's okay. And I, I, I love myself fully. I um, love my creativity. I love my mind. I love my style of dress. I, I love the people that are around me. And I love the people that encourage me to be me. Um, and there's no like strings attached to that, which is like some of the most freeing stuff. It's unimaginable. Like I don't remember the, I don't remember feeling this free. Yes, I still like, you know, there are days where it's just t- tough. Depression is real. Anxiety is real. Um, all time high in 2020, but there are still some things that I just that is that's the piece that I can't get over. Um, another beautiful celebration is that me and Lynn's moved moved. We're in we're in um, LA County. We're in Long Beach, and it is oh, so 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 wonderful to be in a space that like. I, I don't know. I would just say your environment changes a lot where I don't have to explain anything, where I don't have to hide anything, where I can just honestly be me and just live in a down, mellow place. Um, it's just dope to be out here, like honestly. Um, I am incredibly thankful for like a group of neighbors that we've gotten together. And and so it's it's just like such a beautiful thing to like have neighbors that you could like legit call on and be like yo let's have a happy hour in the front yard (laughs) or like yo I want to celebrate this thing with you and like celebrate and I not just community in the community and like that word that gets tossed around like a band of people that you know but like an actual community of people in your community it's like it's it's just dope it's a game changer and I'm just so thankful for it um and what's other celebrations, yo? Lindsay graduated um, graduate school. So both of us have master's degrees that are both fully paid off. Me and Lindsay were, we were able to pay down a ton of student loan debt. Like, it's, it's crazy, y'all. Like, I don't even understand how that happened. There's so many, like, wins that I'm, like, so excited for. Um, my mom got a new job. My brother's healthy and safe. My um, other brother, Michael, shout out to you. I know you're listening that in the healthiest mental space that I've ever seen him, he feels more mature and, um, he's thriving in the work that he's, he's found a job that he loves. Um, yeah, y'all, there's so many beautiful things to celebrate, um, that I'm so thankful that I had a chance to do. And I just encourage you to do that. And, and that, that's what will tell me that that's, that's, that's what comes to mind right now is, I think at the end of any year or end of a time or an era, like there's like a processing time, right? There's a time where we're like, oh, we need to review that. Or not everybody's like that, but that's how I'm wired. And I just want to say there's like no window to process. I've been really struggling with trying to think back and look back on 2020, create some new goals, set some intentions for 2021. But I really am having a hard time getting over 2020 um, I'm really having a hard time processing what 2020 was and trying to accept that year because there was just so much. There was so many firsts, so many historical moments, so many unprecedented moments, right? That's a super annoying word. So looking at that year and trying to be like, all right, what am I going to just do now? And how am I going to step my game up? No, 
I, I can't. So I just want to let you know, there's no window to process. There's no finite time that you have. Take the time that you need. Breathe. Inhale, exhale, repeat. Inhale, exhale, repeat. And if you have no goals or intentions to set this, this year, that's totally fine. I think just looking at the year as it was and looking at what 2020 could be, like that's good enough. That's good enough. And if you get a phrase or a word or like just one thing you want to accomplish, like I think that, that we've we've done it. Like that's it. So all right, y'all. Rant over, time over. Um, yo, listen, I'm gonna take several weeks away from podcasting. I'm I'm hopefully gonna be back in February. Um, but I gotta be honest, I let me go back to this. So I know my podcast is supposed to drop every other week, right? But I know that I have missed some time. And that was not that was not intentional time off. That was like emergency time away. Um, because I just was going through it mentally, psychologically, you know, last year was a lot, moving all this stuff. And so um I'm actually gonna take some intentional time away from podcasting, intentional time away from putting on an episode, and really take some time to reflect re-strategize, refocus, and then put out some really good content. My thing is I don't want to just put out something that's just like whatever. I really want to put out something that's like good. <laughs> so um, I really appreciate y'all that have stuck around and like have shared and DM me and left comments and stuff like that. So I, I, I really do appreciate it. Um, please continue to do that. Please share the podcast if you write, like it, if you think some other folks are going to like it. Follow me on Instagram. Um, leave me a comment or a review in Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. That's really, really helpful to get the show seen. Um, I have some cool, cool things that I am dreaming up right now. I haven't written them to paper, um, but it's going to be dope. I'm really excited, y'all. So thanks so much for rocking with me. Y'all have a good one. Peace. This podcast was produced by myself, Jonathan Dumas, with additional production help by the incomparable Lindsay Dumas, Music by the oh-so-talented Mr. Tony Deras. And if you like what you heard, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at RTWD Podcast. That is RTWD Podcast on Instagram. All right, y'all. Till next time. Peace. Peace.